following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here it is, the Wednesday before Christmas, and we are here to talk Cowboys with Mickey Spagnola at Everson Walls as Eagles Week is now officially underway. As everybody is back in the building, including Mickey Spagnola. Look at Mickey Everson. He's got a red Christmas tie on with suspenders. Oh, St. Mick. Someone asked him today. Good old St. Mick is in the house. Maybe that's what we need to we need to rename the monkey Saint Mick or Saint Nick, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that's you see you should have thought of that yesterday. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) That's right. All right, yeah, I see now that the periscope is up and going now, and uh, so I can see that uh, you've got uh, Saint Mick at your side inside (laughs) the SWBC Mortgage Studio, and Mickey is dressed uh, festively for the occasion. Probably been inside Ford's center and watched a little practice today too right Mickey yes we did I needed a pull report today from Rob and I and so we got to watch those uh, warm-ups and a stretch and a couple individual drills and I can tell you that Ezekiel Elliott was uh, on the resistance cords working off to the side during the time we were there. Mike McCarthy made it sound like uh, that uh, he would be limited these first couple days, but kind of hopeful that he would be able to play on Sunday against the Eagles. Uh, The Woods were not there, Xavier uh, and Antoine. Uh, they were going to miss practice with their respective injuries. Neither was uh, Leighton Vanderesh, but Michael Gallup looked like he might be doing something. Uh, at least he was out there. Uh, he went through the team stretch. Uh, the wide receivers were sort of off to the side doing their stuff with the special teams unit uh, working. Uh, and then, but he had his helmet, so that bodes well for maybe doing a little something. And Mike McCarthy thought that from uh, what they've seen over the past two days, uh, that he should have a good chance of playing on Sunday. So that's what we saw in practice, although we haven't heard yet why, but the belldozer was not at practice tonight. Hmm, interesting. Okay, no Blake Bell at practice because he didn't have any injury no, he coming didn't. out of the game, did he? That yeah. So hopefully about? it was okay. a personal matter or something. But yeah, he he was not there, and uh, we hadn't heard yet uh, the reason for that yet. What about the other OU sooner? Uh, so Gallimore is okay. Gallimore was uh, out no. there. He, yeah, he looked like he was ready to go. So. And Mike didn't even mention go, him maybe. with the with the injury guys, so it looked like he was good to go. Uh, and I guess without uh, Antoine Woods out there, Justin Hamilton uh, would they had been using him at the other defensive tackle spot. Uh, and then when they were going to their nickel in the game, if you noticed, I mean. The nickel when it was definite passing situations, uh, they moved Alden <laughs> Smith inside uh, with Tyrone Crawford as the pass rushers, and then Randy Gregory was the defensive end along with Demarcus Lawrence. That was an excellent move. That is the first piece of 
individual defensive coaching I think I've seen <laughs> uh, all year long. They made an adjustment. I mean, and first of all, uh, good afternoon, Bill. You know, you didn't even get around to introducing me. Thank you very much. I just <laughs> want to say hi to the people. I got my Spag special on here. You see that? Spag? Oh, yeah. My, my, my mix, got my mix shot special. I had to wait till I got a little warmer. And. All right. Looky there. There you go. Look at that. See there? I'm the only one that listens to Bill. I am That's the right, only one that listens to Bill, even though this is your show. We were supposed to be pretty festive in regards to our, what we crown. Our, yeah, that is very cool, Spags. <laughs> you look very good, bro, I must say. Actually, Bill, I, you blew it. I you checked. Blew your, you know you what? Blew your oh, oh, look at there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See, it's got the tag on it and everything right there. All right. All right, you're right on. You know, I checked my <laughs> stocking. Show. I checked oh, no, my stocking my caps. I checked oh. my stocking caps that we had, and uh, I've got a pretty small head, but none of them fit. So I said, no, nah, I don't think we're gonna let it just sit up there nah, like a no, like, like, like one you of those good. cone things. Good. What? Are you, so that, that's a those are Christmas trees on top of your head, Everson? Is that yeah, what that man. is? Okay. Yeah, and right. They make noise too. Very nice. Yeah, they make a little noise. Can't hardly. <laughs> Can't hardly hear, but they make a little noise. I'm cool. Well, just All let right. me know when we no, need to make noise. I'll put the batteries in St. Nick and get a little clapping going on. There you oh, go, okay. Wow. St. <laughs> Nick comes with batteries, too. Wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Except I don't have the push you know, button, can... so it, it doesn't turn off unless I take the batteries out. <laughs> We can sing Christmas carols in our last segment if you'd like. Uh, I don't no, sing. No, let's not. <laughs> no, please. I cannot sing or dance, by the way. So, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, can remember, I can remember in third grade we'd, we'd count off and we'd have like four different teams in, in the class. And we'd be counting off and I'd say the number and then the, the kids that were going to be on that team go, oh, God, we've got him on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I tried out, when I went to my first uh, choir rehearsal uh, at my church in Hamilton Park. We had a very strict uh, music teacher, you know, uh, choir leader. And boy, she scared me. She, I mean, she scared me. She would play the music and threaten you at the same time as she lips some things, right? <laughs> and uh, my first song, I, I, my first solo, I had, you have to do it. You know, it's a rite of passage in everybody's church or whatever. My rite of passage was to have my first solo. I cried as I sang throughout the entire solo. <laughs> How old I were you? Hated, I hated I was like nine, maybe. <laughs> nine okay. years old. I hated it. You know, it's, it's like saying your first Easter speech. You always punk out. You know what I mean? You get up there, and you're like, oh, my God, there's too many people. And then you go run into your mom, you sit in her lap and start crying. So, yeah, pretty much my upbringing. <laughs> All right, uh, the breaking news out of Washington today. I just saw on the NFL Network they have stripped the captain uh, label for uh, Dwayne Haskins. And uh, so, of course, that game was of great importance to the Cowboys. Washington taking on Carolina, and so he's no longer Captain Dwayne Haskins. He was at practice today. However, I saw a report that he cannot be in meetings. He only can do Zoom meetings. So he can be on the practice field with his team, but he can't he, but he has to go virtual once they're off the practice field. So wait so a minute. The, the NFL didn't punish him. 
Apparently, there was a report that the the Washington football team, as a reporter put it, they worked out a deal with the NFL on something. And I don't know what that deal entails. I bet Denver uh, would like to know what the deal is. Practice. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's right. What, so what, is, I, what is what is this Capitol Hill You're making deals? What is going on? <laughs> this guy getting a pardon already? Well, it is Washington. Washington. Yeah, everybody yeah, else is right. getting pardons. They might as well pardon him too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, so I'll be I'll be tracking that deal was possible. And he in, and he's not even situation. and he's not even being sentenced to prison already. <laughs> right. I, I don't I don't really understand that that's even part of the. Uh, the process or protocol, yeah. you know, you have to do this and you have to do that. But if we can make a deal, then, yeah, all of that goes away. I don't know. That sounds very fishy to me. I mean, which yeah, team was right. it that players got fined for being at that charity thing? Giants? Was it the Giants? Yeah, I think it was the Giants, huh? Raiders. The Raiders, that's right. Raiders. Thanks, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chris yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. So anyway, uh, that's going on right now. But as far as the Cowboys are concerned, they are concerned with a different quarterback, and that would be the rookie Jalen Hurts this week. And over the course of the these 45 minutes, we'll discuss a lot about how do you defend Jalen Hurts. And I think that's one of the more fascinating aspects of this matchup is uh, – the, the way the Eagles are using Jalen Hurts and what the Cowboys are going to do to defense Jalen Hurts. And one guy, Mickey, you did not mention uh, your practice report because he would not be at practice. That would be Leighton Vander Esch. And the Cowboys will be without Vander Esch this week, it looks like. Yeah, you know what? I've, I've taped like four different things. And so it, it, it's like I've, I just figured I mentioned Leighton Vander Esch. But he's not going to play. I mean, if he's got a high ankle sprain, he's out for at least a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 he will not uh, be at practice this week for sure. And so basically, and as you alluded to or you've mentioned before, the, with the Woods, uh, both Antoine and Xavier, looks like they'll be out this week. Vander Esch out. So you're down three starters on defense this week. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with Xavier out, they, they or when he left the game, uh, Darian Thompson and uh, Donovan Wilson took care of uh, safety. Uh, and then at the linebacker spot, it was Sean Lee and Joe Thomas. And, you know, it was funny. They were, so when they were practicing uh, special teams, Thomas and Gifford and whoever else, uh, Bernard, they're at, with special teams. So the linebackers are over at the side there. And there's only three of them. And I looked and I go, God, that's like getting one-on-one, -on -one, you know, special attention. Uh, you get you get individual instruction over there when you're a linebacker. You got two linebackers. There was actually three linebacker coaches and three linebackers. So they shouldn't make a mistake, right? Well, no. <laughs> that lets you know what the priority is going to be for this weekend. We know what's going to happen. We're go it's like going back to OU, Bill. It's like is it going to be another Big 12 game? Hertz is going to be running the same offense pretty much. They probably ran at OU in regards to the RPO, uh, putting the pressure on them one way or the other. You better contain every play. Make sure he doesn't get outside. I mean, we know what's going to happen. All we have to do is go back and look at the Kyler Murray game. 
We can see what's going to happen in regards to what the defense is going to be facing. And I don't know. With our, with our few linebackers that we have left, I, I, we know that we have no choice but to be in that nickel. Even if we thought about changing, which obviously we never will. But I still, even if we had that option, having these few linebackers, uh, Philly, they, they're like, uh, it's blood in the water for Philly. They're going to they're come after them and go up, come at their weakness defensively. You know, and if they only have three linebackers, no big deal because they only play more than one. You know, they play two but never more. So, you know, sometimes just one. So three's fine. And I hope sarcasm and, and now out so of that's going to bleed over into the secondary, right? Right, Spags? Now you got another another safety that's going to have to be ready and playing in a position that they're not accustomed to playing in as well. Um, it makes situational football even more important, and maybe that's what they were going over as they were being isolated. You know, certain things you just have to expect in certain situations. And maybe you play one of the corners uh, as a safety. Uh, I would think that uh, Anthony Brown could probably do that if Trayvon Diggs is ready to take more snaps at – uh, at the cornerback position, Jordan Lewis in, in the slot, Chidabe Awuzie at the other corner. Uh, maybe you use him in that uh, situation because he's played in the slot before. So, um, yeah, it, they're going to have to adjust, but that's this season, right? It's all about adjusting and how well you do, and you better adjust to Jalen Hurts. I uh, went back and looked and added up his numbers, you guys, over these uh, uh, over the last two starts. He's run the ball 29 times for 167 yards. He's got 505 yards passing with four touchdowns. No interceptions, by the way. Yep. And even with a with a, a guy that hadn't had a chance to get game planned, that usually happens the first game, Spags. But when it comes to the second game, there's usually an adjustment that's made. Okay, guys, we see a little tendency. But Peterson, I've always said, I, I think he's really uh, underrated as a coach. I think he anticipated uh, those uh, potential failures that comes with uh, a second start. And let's just see how well he hasn't prepared for this game because at this point this year, I don't think defensively we've ever, we haven't been out coaching anyone. It's going to all have to come from effort alone. And uh, we were talking about the DBs and, and the, the nickel package. We're going to be a little bit more outnumbered even as we get down in the goal line, Spags, because, you know, Brown is pretty decent out in, in, uh, in coverage in the secondary, still not comfortable with him in that slot. But still, uh, when you get down that goal line, you need, to, you need somebody with some bigger shoulder pads to come in there. And now that's when you're going further into the depth of the defensive backfield. And uh, who are you going to come up with there? Someone who's a, a harder hitter. You know, and I can't believe this came out you know, of my mouth a couple times this week. It's like, you know, I'd rather see the starter, Carson Wentz, playing quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Hmm. I was looking forward to some Carson meat. I'm not <laughs> lying. When they, when they put Hurts in, it's like, and we talked about this, guys. I told you guys, this, this guy is dangerous. And, and, Bill, you were, you were uh, referring back to uh, when he came to OU and, you know, some of the weaknesses that he clearly had. That's why he went second round. But you, clearly some of the weaknesses that he had. But what I do recall, and we touched on that yesterday as well, is his improvement from when he was at Alabama 
coming into Oklahoma. Clearly a different quarterback. Yes, still made mistakes, but he, he, his skills passing-wise and pocket presence-wise, just as a leader from the quarterback position, uh, became more diverse. His entire game became more diverse once he came to OU. You know, uh, the Cardinals sacked him six times last week, uh, and the Eagles on the season, Carson Wentz was sacked 50 times in 12 games, 50 sacks that the uh, Eagles had given up. And now with Hurts coming on, uh, no sacks the first week against New Orleans, but six sacks last week uh, against Arizona. With a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback like Hurts, what do you do as far as maybe bringing the heat against him and blitzing him? I love that situation. You bring the heat, but it has to be a controlled blitz because all he wants to do is break that containment. And the other thing I wouldn't do, I wouldn't even show him the blitz because that's when I think you give him an advantage. I wouldn't show him the blitz. I would disguise it very well. And when I'd come with it, I would love to, for the Cowboys to come with a zone blitz. The best zone blitz can get any young quarterback. And I think you use that very often and you put that doubt in his head as to whether it's going to be man-to-man or zone. And I, th- I think that uh, the way Peterson is game planning, and, and McCarthy talked about it at his press conference today, it's basically they've already used every quarterback run package or, or run scheme uh, that uh, you can imagine already, and I think you're going to see a lot of that. And that puts the defense off balance where they can't bring it uh, so much. And the other thing with Hurts, and I saw this last year when I watched him at Oklahoma, is he, because he runs so effectively, uh, when he doesn't see what's available, what he what he wants to go with in the passing game, he tucks it and runs it. And so, uh, whether you you spy, use a spy against him or whatever, you've got you've got to uh, always be mindful that he's uh, he's fully capable of tucking it and running with it. Hey, Bill. Even though he he's a, a decent passer, better than what he always was at uh, Alabama, I still think we have controlled rushes for this guy just be a control rush the lesser of the evils is to make him throw the ball even though he's doing well and he passed the ball well i think you're in trouble if you let him break containment that will break down our defensive backfield as it always does i would rather pick my poison and keep him in the pocket keep him in the pocket make him complete the ball make him right, make him make him, on this. make him run the play they call don't let them improvise. There you go. No, no improvisation. Oh, okay. We don't do well in the secondary when someone improvises. <laughs> All right. We're just getting started on this edition of Mixed Shots. We got so much more to get to when we come back in just a moment. This is our, our last show before Christmas. And so we need some uh, we need some ideas on what Everson and Mickey want for Christmas, too, when we come back here. <laughs> Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. 
Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. The mixed shots. You can now support your beloved Cowboys from anywhere. Open up AT&T's Fan Zone feature inside the Cowboys app and record your personal cheer and referee signals. You'll receive a personalized mosaic and may show up on the AT&T Live FX video board during the game. It's a 3:25 kickoff on Sunday. The Cowboys and the Eagles. And, of course, the Washington-Carolina game has now been moved to 3.05. So there'll be some scoreboard watching on that AT&T Live FX video board at uh, AT&T Stadium. And here's the latest, uh, Mickey and Everson, on Dwayne Haskins. uh, As uh, Haskins, uh, Washington has fined Haskins in addition to stripping him of captain. Haskins will not be suspended and will start against the Panthers if Alex Smith is not good to go. Head coach Ron Rivera says the decision on the punishment was based on league standards. So I'm, one, I'm wondering that deal that, uh, that Washington had with the league, I guess the league basically told them handle it uh, according to league standards on your own, and uh, we'll see if the league comes down with something if the league agrees with what Washington is doing here. Uh, you know, one of the things that made it different, I guess, from the Broncos situation is, you know, there was security video inside the Broncos facility where the quarterbacks were all together in a meeting without mask on, and that's what uh, helped cause their co- them all to go into COVID, and they wound up having to play a wide receiver at quarterback that game. So it's okay, though, to go and not have a mask on in a nightclub and 
hanging I out. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying that may be the difference. I and I did call I'm it sure a nightclub every day. By, and I did call it a nightclub, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, someone should have worked on the statement they released. I mean, to use the word stripping, you know, they kind of a little tone deaf there, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was stripped. Okay. Here oh. we go. <laughs> I guess you could call it a gentleman's club, huh? Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I, I, I've never been there. Yeah. <laughs> don't know whether there's gentlemen in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, what kind of class are we dealing with here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At least they had, they had uh, Washington football team T-shirts on, I heard. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. All right. In keeping with the Christmas season, what would you give the Cowboys to help them beat the Eagles on Sunday? What is it that the Cowboys need for Christmas in order to beat the Eagles on Sunday? Are we talking intangibles or are you, you talking uh, Listen, game plan? You can plan? use whatever you would like, whichever way you like to go with it. What, what do the Cowboys need from Santa Claus to beat the Eagles on Sunday? I think the Cowboys need heart. That's what they need. So, so I, don't know, I don't know if they should talk to the wizard or to Santa Claus, but they need some heart. <laughs> I mean, whoever, wherever Santa gets it, we can take that. Because let's think about the last times that the Cowboys and Philadelphia have played, especially going back to, I think that was last year when, when Philly came through here with two injured tight ends and allowed both of them to just flourish up and down the field. We almost, here we are, we've got a chance to do something in our own hands, and we just failed miserably. I've always thought that when it comes down to it, the Cowboys lack the heart to make the big plays against Philadelphia when they've needed it throughout the past. I've been so disappointed in that. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, even with giving up the, the big plays that we give up defensively, even giving up the run as we do consistently, I still want to see somebody show some guts. I still want to see, the, really, the team that I've seen the last couple of weeks as far as, okay, we may be giving up plays, but we're going to get the turnovers. Hell, that was 1981 for us. Gave up plenty of yardage, but we, got, we led the league in picks more than once. You know, in uh, those in the 80s. So I understand that philosophy because if you if you feel like you're outmatched in regards to scheme, then the players themselves have to take it upon themselves to make the difference. So they need heart. Well, against the tradition of Christmas, it will be better to <laughs> receive than give <laughs> gifts on this day, which means. Uh, the reason the Cowboys, uh, a big reason why they've won these last couple games uh, is that they have gotten takeaways instead of giveaways. The last two games, it's been seven uh, takeaways and no giveaways. And I went back and added this stuff up. After nine games, the Cowboys were a minus 13 on the turnover differential. They were two and seven. In the last five games, they are a plus seven in the turnover differential, and they're three and two. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Uh, and, you know, mm -hmm. Mike McCarthy talked about it today. You know, he said, wherever you coach, the NFL, college, high school, you know, turnovers, 
decide games. And with a struggling offense, they need some gifts to have shorter fields to be able to score touchdowns and maybe score more than the nine points they've scored the last two times they've played Philadelphia because <laughs> nine ain't going to get it on Sunday. So the biggest difference, though, between now and the first time they played the Eagles is who's playing quarterback for the Cowboys this time around. It was Ben DiNucci yep. last time around. Absolutely, Bill. That's and, very and, true. And yeah. let's, let's remember this, too. I know they got beat 23-9, to but uh, with 534 left in the game, it was 15-9, to and the Cowboys had a third and six at the Philly 21-yard line, right? They're going in. They're, they're ready to score. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, and so Danucci gets sacked by T.J. Edwards. He fumbles. The ball's recovered on the ground, on his back, by the Philadelphia Eagles. And all of a sudden, the ball gets ripped out and flutters back towards their goal line, and all of a sudden McLeod picks it up and goes 53 yards for a touchdown, and they did not rule down by contact for some uh, uh, unknown reason. And they suddenly, don't even replay it. They right. don't even replay or anything. They and just for moved, some moved reason, on. 16 <laughs> seconds later, it's now 21-9, to and then if you remember, the Cowboys didn't move the ball, and they took the – uh, safety on purpose to try to get an onside kick so they can try to catch up. So it was yeah. a ball game. Neither team was really moving the ball. Their Cowboys had four takeaways in that game, if I remember correctly. But I think uh, if uh, I remember also correctly, uh, the Cowboys ended up a plus two uh, in that game. So they had two giveaways. So again, they were in that ball game with Danucci starting his first NFL game as a rookie. And when you look at the difference, speaking of who you're starting at quarterback, you know, let's just look at Andy Dalton. You're talking about turnovers or lack thereof. It's because Andy's really trying to come into his own. Uh, I, was, I was looking on Twitter uh, this, this morning, and one of the, the posts was, uh, as you look at this angle uh, of the, the, the Dalton to C.D. Lamb play, I think when he kind of broke out of the pocket and improvised, that was a hell of a pass, guys. I mean, he dropped that in there on a dime. And all weekend they were talking about quarterbacks that were making these great throws. You always got the Mahomes. You've always got Brady. And, oh, guys, that's a hard throw. Just look at it. No, None of those throws – last weekend was more difficult than the pass that Dalton made on the run to C.D. Lamb on the improvisation move. I, I think he's really starting to feel himself at a, the, a great time. He's peaking, feeling comfortable with the offense, and, those, and it's keeping us from compounding our mistakes. When you have a quarterback back there that keeps things under control and you feel like, can make those passes. What about the passes he made to C.D. Lamb? Big time, third down passes. I mean, this, this is something that makes me feel a little more comfortable uh, uh, with him back there as opposed to when he first started. And, and you know, he threw that ball uh, to C.D. on the big, the big play. 
uh, on the run, and he didn't set his feet. He threw it off of one foot. No. Uh, and it, 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 and, it, and it was perfect. Because a lot of times when you're running like that to perfect. your right and you throw the ball, the ball's going to drift to the right, right? It's going to go out of bounds. Yep. And he threw it parallel to the line of scrimmage. And Bill was in deep and you research have to be careful there. Because <laughs> you have to be careful because the safety was coming over as well, over the top. So if you throw it too far to the left, okay, over the uh, receiver's head, safety has a chance to make a play. Too far to the right, he's out of bounds. He made it look much easier, and of course, CD did as well. They made that look much easier than it really was. And it's certainly easier to play quarterback in this league, and your stats will wind up being better if you're playing from ahead, and you're, so your defense is getting the takeaways than what happened the first half of this season uh, when you're playing from behind. Dak had great stats, okay, because and he did a great job coming back in those games. Uh, but what you want are the stats where uh, where you're playing ahead. Like what, like what the Cowboys had in 2016, Dak's rookie year, when they were scoring touchdowns on the first drives of game. It's incredible. They've gone uh, 14 games now and haven't been able to score on the first possession of a game. So is that your, and it's is that your that gift? And the position we're in right now. <laughs> yeah, there's my gift. That's my gift to the Cowboys, a touchdown on the first drive of the oh, game. How about go, that? Bill. That'd, be, that'd be really good. If we get a score first, oh, my God, dude. I'm, I'm going to turn off the TV. <laughs> Even without the benefit of the takeaway, go 75 right. yards on the first drive of the game for a touchdown, and things will be okay. All right, we've got our picks to click and much more on a pre-Christmas edition of Mick Shots with good old St. Mick when we come back in just a moment. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. 
Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back, back to mixed shots. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys take on the Philadelphia Eagles in their last regular season home game. A limited number of tickets are on sale now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. All right, we've got an update on the belldozer. He was uh, a mispractice today after being sent home with illness. A source told Michael Gilkin of the Dallas Morning News, Bell has tested negative for the coronavirus. So that is great news that he's tested yep. negative, but that's why he mispracticed today, according to a source. So there's the latest on Blake Bell. So it wasn't that he felt really bad. It was being cautious, right? Well, he has tested negative for the coronavirus, and of course they test all the time, and he, but he just wasn't feeling well, and so if you've got any, any sort of uh, illness uh, symptoms at all, I think they send you home. Yeah, that's, sure. what I, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm just hoping he didn't feel so bad that he had to go home. You know, that's that's totally different story there. Yeah. Okay, we've got 10 minutes left here. Mickey, anything else before we make our picks to clicks that you'd like to get to um, from your notepad there, from practice today, or any or anything from this week? I think I've, uh, I've about exhausted the mix shops. Oh, one more, uh, and, and I'm kind of kind of right about it. So, you know, Jerry keeps getting asked, no matter what happens out there, it always relates to Dak Prescott's contract, right? So remember, remember when he first got hurt and it was like, oh, this is going to affect, you know, Dak's, you know, his, his contract. And then the Cowboys started losing and it's like, oh, now the price is going up because they can't win without him. Well, then they started winning with Andy Dalton and it's like, oh, see, they can win without him. The price Don't is going Dak down, Prescott right? Anymore. Yeah. Don't need him anymore. So it just keeps volleying back and forth back and forth and now the question on Tuesday was now that you see what happened in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz once he signed a long-term deal and he's on the bench does that give you hesitation to sign Dak to a long-term deal well Jerry went on a three-minute rant on the fact that and, and basically to, to paraphrase it and, and I think we have a cut on it I don't know if Chris had it ready to go or not uh, but it, it was pretty interesting. Nah, Chris how, doesn't look ready to have anything going now. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, that's okay. <laughs> That'll get us to t to ten. Okay. <laughs> well, all you've got to do is wake okay. up in the morning, or any morning, and not have any room under the cap. Wake up in the morning. And I'm not, woe is me, not in these times with the troubles and times of, that America's in. But all you've got to do is wake up. You've spent all your credit card, which means you've extended your player contracts out beyond their playing years, which is a common practice to get room under the gap. Wake up when you've spent all your credit. Wake up when you don't have any money. And wake up when you need football players. Now that will say, how in the world does that happen? And then you go back and trace what happened and you were not responsible 
by extending the amount of dollars out past uh, the years that they were uh, to be uh, valid or to be used. And that's called salary cap. And that's what you don't not pay somebody because uh, you don't want to pay them or they're not a good to great player. You do it because you got to manage the whole picture. And when you see players with big contracts that uh, uh, aren't uh, really uh, heading you in the right direction then and in the future, uh, that's the price you pay. And that's why you sit there and uh, work and negotiate and try to get the, uh, 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 you know, you try to get your cap uh, down as much as you can. I call it the light theory. When you walk out of a room, you ought to turn the light off uh, if there's nobody in it. Because all you're doing is keeping a light on for the rats and the mice. There's nobody in there to see the light. And so you turn that light off. What you do is on every negotiation, you turn the light off because you may not think you need that light in that room. When you can't afford it, you will need it. There's no question. You'll need it at a certain time in the future. So you negotiate uh, every time you can for the benefit of having more available for the players around the very player you're talking to. Now, that's not directed at any player. That's just a negotiation. Now you know why the other day the lights went off in here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, look, so to paraphrase... Who, who, who to, the, who, to paraphrase what he said, and this was rat, on... Who are the rats in that situation? Yeah, right? Dad? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the rats? <laughs> to, to paraphrase what he was saying, all this stuff everybody keeps saying that's going to affect the negotiation. The only thing affects the negotiation is the Dallas Cowboys' salary cap. And that they're not going to pay them more because of something. They're not going to pay them less because of something. They're going to negotiate a deal with Dak when they can start in next year. Uh, that makes sense for what they can afford, uh, along with affording all these other players the Cowboys have. Because you don't want to start sacrificing Zach Martin. Well, I can't afford Zach Martin anymore, right? Uh, he, he's too expensive. I can't afford Demarcus Lawrence anymore. i got to use all this money to pay my quarterback. So to me, they have not changed their stance one bit from where they were back during training camp uh, early in the season when they basically offered him a five-year, $175 million deal with 110 guaranteed and $55 million up front, uh, which comes to right at $35 million a year, and that's what all these other quarterbacks technically are getting if you get past how it's being divided out because it's addition to their previous contract. So to me, it keeps getting asked, but he keeps talking about Make sure you turn that light off. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Off. I've heard him say that before, right? you got to save pennies, right? Uh, I don't know. I think the rats might be the media, man. I think that's what he's talking about. That's true. <laughs> Great point. So anyway. And I, and I thought the rats liked the darkness. That's when they start running right. around. That's exactly right. All right, let's uh, let's make our picks, okay? And and uh, it's going to be interesting because Mickey can actually pick the Cowboys to win now since they won two in a row. Uh, Everson, what are you going with? Well, I tell you guys, you know, I always go a, 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 take a circuitous route to my answer. 
But uh, my pick to click, I wanted to go Andy Dalton. You know, after, after that pass, I saw him make to CD, not just that one, but the other one down the seams as well. Uh, just the, 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 the way the, the wide receivers have been winning the, the, the one-on-one battles, I wanted to go with one of them. We were, we were comfortable in our running game, if I'm not mistaken, uh, before we started screwing up in the last game that we played against them. Uh, I hope they stay away from the big penalties because that can make things a whole lot easier. But I'm going with a deja vu. And Bill's going to love this because his boy is involved in it. Uh-oh. You're talking special teams. They're going to have to make the difference. I've always said this, guys. Special teams can just make things so much easier for us. They haven't been making any mistakes. Greg, the leg's been balling. He's been kicking the ball well. It's going to be another Kmart situation. Cowboys versus Philadelphia. The punt return game is going to make the difference this time. I was looking at C.D. Lamb in the last game. There was a couple of times when he misread just how much room he had in the game, at least twice. And he kept talking to the guys that were holding up the ends coming down the field. Like, man, my bad. You had him next time, blah, blah, blah. You can see they were conversing. C.D.'s going to be extremely aggressive returning the ball this weekend. And I think he's going to break one, and I'm hoping that it's going to be the one that makes a difference in the ball game. My pick to click is C.D. Lamb. I got the Cowboys winning the game 24-17. All right. I love it. I love it, especially on Christmas weekend, picking Lamb to be your uh, <laughs> your, your pick to All click. All right there, sir. And, All right, and he also, All right Pastor. He, <laughs> There's he also has a, is brimming brimming with confidence because he had the onside kick return last week. There's a lot of green pasture out there for Lamb. All right, uh, Mickey. Yes. What's your pick? I, I'm not going to put a lamb in a manger or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bill's really he's really feeling it right now. It's pretty good. Pick the click is going to be Demarcus Lawrence. He's going to have multiple sacks in this game, and suddenly a guy that's got five and a half is going to end up uh, after this game with eight sacks for the season, and everybody can get off his back. Cowboys 24, yeah. Philadelphia 23. It's going to be a close game, mm. and Andy Dalton's going to lead them downfield for the winning score, be it a touchdown or a field goal, but they're going to win three straight. And, and Everson, what was your pick for a score? 24-17. Yes, 24-23. All right. My pick to click is a guy who always seems to play well against the Philadelphia Eagles. It might be the last time I'm able to pick this guy as my pick to click. I'm the president of his fan club from before he even was drafted by the Cowboys in 2010. He's getting an opportunity, and he is going to pick off Jalen Hurts. I'm talking about my man, Sean Lee, uh -oh, is the pick uh -oh. to click against the Philadelphia Eagles. He is going to have a pick. In a, because Jalen Hurts is prone to untimely turnovers. It will probably be in the red zone. As I look into my crystal ball here, Sean Lee is the pick to click, and the Cowboys win. Um, you got 24-23 and 24-17. I'll split the difference and go 24-20, the final score. Cowboys win. Now the other question. 
Does Washington beat Carolina? I think Haskins is going to have a messed up day. I think Teddy Bridgewater will show his even-tempered leadership. I'm speaking with my heart. I'm not going to lie. I think they can do it. I'm, I'm really pulling for them to do it. I think Teddy B is going to be the main reason. Becky? I, I, I agree with him. If my quarterback's not smart enough to stay off, stay out of a club like that without a mask <laughs> on, I don't want him under center for me, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think Carolina is going to win, and the biggest play of the game is going to be a strip sack of Dwayne Haskins that will be returned for a touchdown. Interesting. Interesting. Carolina. There you go. Just keeping with the theme. You got that right, Mickey? Got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That does it. We're gonna okay. We're gonna end this with uh, someone singing a Christmas carol. Go Everson, ahead and sing. Let's make Everson cry. Saint Nick. Everson cry as we go out with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. How's that? <laughs> hey, Bill. You're going from preacher to pimp the way you're talking these days. All I know is <laughs> you're if we're singing, you're doing a solo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas, Have yourself to everybody. A merry little Christmas. That's right. Merry and we Christmas, will guys. see you on and... Sunday and on Monday. We'll wrap it up here as the Cowboys will still be alive in the NFC East. Happy holidays. Merry Go Christmas, Cowboys. Everybody. There you go. Happy this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!